Uh, let's see. Hello and welcome to the BP Hero Podcast, Season 7, Episode number 36. Um, if you are catching this later on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, just know that this episode is going to be probably a lot more viewer-friendly if you want to come watch it over on YouTube. We're just going to be doing a watch party tonight for the Major World Series. Just going to watch and uh, talk about a little bit of stuff. But we're going to let the uh, content flow a little bit. Just from a viewer standpoint, I kind of want to watch that stuff and just kind of hang out with you guys, watch and discuss what we're seeing, and talk a little bit about the weekend. So um, you can sit through it. There's obviously going to be some stuff that's definitely still um, listener-friendly, but for the most part, we're shooting for viewer-friendly stuff for the night. No viewers just yet, and that is fine. We're okay with that. Let's see. Let's do this. Okay, got that done. Let's see. The Men's Major World Series. I'd be Mark Crucci's sponsor, coach on the other side, along with Rip. Great sponsors for, for both programs. There we go. Joey can hit it, man. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Joey can hit it. Straight up in the air. <laughs> Big John playing short tonight. Yeah, That's both sponsors, man. I played, had the opportunity to play for both of them, man. Both fives. I mean, I had a good time. Good teams, you know, when I was with both of them. Um, definitely so let me know. Um, Unfortunately, didn't get away a World Series. Is the background still too loud? Do you guys hear me okay? Out, inside out. I don't know if he knows that. Would you rather hear me or would you rather hear them? So I can talk I about what I'm seeing and we can just kind of listen to what they're saying and I oh can boy. add in what I want where we go here. Slip your pants. <laughs> so you see Raditz up there challenging Joe a little bit at first base. so No softball shouldn't okay. ban shifts because so got. it's coming underhand. Carucci, if you can't find something uh, to do with it, go golf. MPT, he had a team as a C oh. team. Oh, that's a oh, bomb. Wow. Oh, you can't say nothing about that hat Ooh, no more. Wow. <laughs> I won't say nothing about the swing, but I'm going to talk about the hat. <laughs> so, okay, Eric, you said hear me. Do I need to turn it down a little bit then? Turn them down a little bit? I'm definitely going to try that tomorrow. That's a really good swing inside out. Yeah, Mike says how to work softball game. Today at our AAA stadium, dude, that would be so sweet. I would love to play somewhere like that. Earlier. Obviously, I couldn't hit a home run, but just the idea of being uh, in a stadium. Listen, man, BJ was on our team, fantastic teammate. For him to come in in the Major World Series with a Rosmondo jersey on,
absolutely annihilate. Okay, I turned it down. Let me know how that is. That landed on the roof of the building in right field. Uh, so anyway, we got Big John playing short tonight. I did notice that. I'm not sure who they got at third base there. And he came in to pitch. But man, that that was uh, that's kind of wild. John's a big guy. Big John Williams is uh, obviously we call him Big John for a reason. He's a big dude, but he moves so well for a big guy. He's a lot of fun to watch. Got Laser Dave coming up here, swinging pure. Lee Hughes, an anarchy guy before he got in with pure, right? I think. MPT player last year, right? Yep. I'm sure he would not mind. He didn't want 400 right here. Yeah. Oh, turned over on him. <laughs> laser Dave hit the laser just as suspected, right? What's up, Q? How you doing, buddy? So if people want to share this around, they can. I'm probably just going to chill here for a little while. We might even go over the hour that we usually do for the podcast. But... I'm not going to post this on my own personal page. I could get technically, I could get in trouble for refeeding this. There's people that do this all the time. But if people want to uh, post and share this, they can, but I'm not going to on um, my BP Hero page. Uh, Patrick wants to know, uh, should Emma B have to run out homers? No, absolutely not. I'm just going to go ahead and mute this while the uh, ads are playing too. Just so it's one less distracting thing. So anyway, um, should MLB have to run out homers? Uh, yeah, I don't know what I said before. I was multitasking. Uh, yeah, they should have to run out homers. Why, I don't know. Maybe it's just a purist in me, like the nostalgia thing. So, um, yeah, they totally should. I think the reason why I feel like it's still doable in baseball but not softball is softball, there's a lot more home runs hit, a lot more. I mean, you got teams that get 16 home runs apiece, and they'll burn through them all. So you'd have to wait for every guy to run the bases just for that to happen. Game is back on. Bring her out here. Got to hit up Disneyland. Turn this back on. Disney World. Yes. And uh, now we're out here just kind of hanging out, man. Got my little sidekick with me. What's up, Matthew? How you doing, buddy? Jason, thanks for stopping in and checking it out with us instead of them, right? I don't know what his wife's name is. I don't think it's Judy. <laughs> so Nino takes the walk. That'll bring up Bill Pinkham. Bill with an absolute piece of art. Line drive down the right field line. Oliveira, this guy, this first base coach, Oliveira, uh, he's a local guy. Uh, he's from the St. Louis area. I have seen him play, and the stuff that he hits is absolutely insane. Phenomenal athlete. Incredible arm, has to do it if Mark's not. great outfielder, <laughs> got him too. and uh, <laughs> watching him, hey. watching him hit was was All a real right, treat. I, I legitimately, and I'm not kidding you, the right now uh, saw him hit a ball. The third baseman nah, uh, dove for it, and then the <laughs> left fielder got out of the way because he didn't want to try and field it on the one hop. It was nuts. Good swing by Bill. <clears throat> Both lines so far in his first two at bats. Absolutely. The Cuban Missile, they call him. 
Washington with uh, IQ. I think uh, Sonic plays tomorrow at two thirty our time, if I remember correctly. In this spot here, is he looking for? Is he looking to drive a ball out of the park right here? Is he looking for a certain pitch? What do you think? Uh, Patrick, I have not been to uh, softball spring training at Cocoa Beach. I'd like to do something like that. I think it'd be really cool. And let Harvey do all the hard work. Yeah, that is obviously to improve yourself too. You know. Let's have the fun there. and playing with the pros as well. See, Gino take it here. That was free. Yeah. Might yeah. as well when you got a 6'6 guy that's 290 pounds behind you. Yeah. That's a great swing to take right there. I know they're sitting here saying the same thing. Um, that's a great swing to take right there. Yeah, he can hit a home run because they're looking to put him away here. He can hit a home run. But leave it up to Harvey, who can do it automatically. Take the for sure swing, get a run in, get yourself on base for Harvey, who's up to hit now. Uh, that's a, a lot safer swing there. It's a good piece of hitting. So you didn't answer my question. Are we going for Judy or what? Oh, yeah. Well, the first swing, he actually went 3-4 backside. Well, that's his type of Judy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 99 miles an hour is a Judy? Yeah. God, there it is. Yep, just throw that handle around. Throw that handle around. Right next to that flagpole. And there it goes. All these guys should buy this five thousand. That's a, a great piece of hitting from the aspect it's of just make sure you're on base for him. Do you give a flexi handle to a guy that's going to slap it around a little more? I like a Nina, like Nino. Here. I'll talk about it during the commercial break, but I, I screwed up. I don't know what went wrong with my computer, but I lost some footage over the weekend. I really wanted to kind of talk about it. But one thing I will say is, when it comes to putting a hitter in front of a DHH, who do you want to use? Uh, there's that Dean Rainey Stadium boy. Between you two. <laughs> but it's been the same one all year long. Still past the compression. Joe Bennett. That's awesome. Live late night. Yeah, with no. Nino, <laughs> and Kirkwood. Uh, no, I, I try the stiff handles, man. I, I can't I can't swing them. I just can't. I, I got to have that little bit of flex on it. But mm-hmm. Some would say that if you can hit, you can hit, right? Like, yeah. Or am I wrong about Walking. that? Oh, you're right, but not me. Not my case. Joe Bennett. Uncommon walk. Yeah. Normally, he's a free swinger at pretty much everything. I think he's winning the walks right in the World Series. <laughs> yeah, Matthew. Yeah, it, it, thing was covered in pine tar. Right anyway, so I was talking about the, the DHH thing. Like, does it matter the kind of hitter you put in front of your DHH if you know that he's grooving? And if, like, you know you have a runner, would you use it? I'll tell you how it went. I don't know. There's a couple different ways it could go. That's how it went. Big John up here. In the Juno MR3. One of them breathe on it and fail compression kind of bats. Refuses to swing at a ball. That's how you raise your average 100 points. There it is. Plate. Joe Listen, man, the Joe Dorton, like, right? You just got to be just as good, right? You got to, you got to make sure you're, you know, you got to trust the guy. So anyway, so I, I halfway considered uh, putting myself in front of the DHH. I like my DHH to bat two hole. A lot of people like him to hit leadoff. Um, I like my DHH to hit in the two hole, just because if I've got a guy that can can hit for a very very high average, whether you know obviously just find a way to get on base, whether it's walking or anything else, uh, I lo- I would love to have him on in front of the DHH. So I halfway considered putting myself up there because I'll do damn near anything I can to get on base. That's gonna be close. Oh, right Ooh, kept it in. Just in front of so I'll do anything I can to get on base. But I ended up changing my mind, putting Quentin up there. Quentin did a great job in the leadoff spot for us uh, in hitting in front of Matt. So you've been in this game for so long. I mean, what's what's some of the most so it worked out well because my my thought process was um, put myself in front of Matt and then let Matt hit out, hit a home run. 
I don't have to run. We don't have to burn a runner. And then I've got Quentin behind him to get us started again. But it all worked out. Involved in this game are amazing. There's still guys like John Radich, right? Like he's a little bit longer in the tooth than some of the younger guys, but he's still getting it done at a high level. Yep. But some of these younger guys. Jojo really only had two walks all season. That's kind of wild to think about um, that he's taking walks now. Mooch is not pitching. You know, like um, not really sure why. I don't know if he's just fatigued from Double uh, A Worlds or, or what the case is there. Monster year. It's been around a while, but he turned it to another level this year. In, two in my, levels. In my opinion, he's the another best walk though. In softball. I don't think anybody's any better. And little it, like a lot of people don't know this, but that dude can go out and play center field with the best of them, right? So credit to Sean Ballard. Mike says, does it bug anyone else that the infield and base is not proportional or is it just me? It's just you. Uh, I'm not sure I even noticed until you said something about it, but now it's going to drive me nuts. And Heath Barnes single-handedly beat us. And Sean Ballard told me, he's like, Todd, you need to pick that dude up. So it took me a little bit, but I got him. And then he has been an absolute amazing. That's awesome. So. He didn't like that call. I thought that was a good call, though. I think for the most part, uh, umpire's been doing a great job. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus has been good. Yeah, yeah, Jason, I'm sure it is yeah. weird, especially when it comes to like where to position yourself. To do than 18 to, that, that's you know, one thing that does get weird yeah. when you're playing, even on a baseball field that has 70 foot bases. Uh, if the dirt, you know, goes out like a traditional baseball field, it's hard to gauge where you need to stand. I got thrown out at first earlier. I thought it was a bad call, but looking at the replay, it was like a bang bang. So uh, the replay kind of showed you were safe. Okay, I don't want to. They're allowed to make mistakes. Oh, Ooh, good play! play wow. Dante. Good job, Dante. Tell you what, man, like that dude, he could play anywhere. Like yeah. he Dante? came to Cincinnati with these dudes, and he played shortstop, and they went on a run, and that dude did everything. Yeah, he Tate hit. made some incredible plays against us this year in the outfield, and then the very next tournament made just as many at shortstop. It's unbelievable. Right? So like, versatile. And we talk about, like, you know, some of the most impressive things I've seen. That's the type of player that's now, you know. And then you got guys that are, you know, bigger, stronger. Yeah, Jason, so I wasn't also, sure which uh, Jason says about, like, uh, that is the stadium uh, that the National Zealand B team played spring training in. I wasn't sure who played spring training here. I knew somebody did, but I couldn't remember who. That's a great piece of hitting right there. So I wasn't sure who played there because obviously the Braves still play at uh, Disney. Well, who knew about who Trevor Story was two years ago? Who knew who Kyle Fisher was two years ago? But what a, what a great swing there by uh, Orlando there in, in that spot. I think it's something, too, that like I enjoy about the 240 game a little bit is it's not just a home run derby. You know, obviously this is uh, this deal is unlimited. And it, it'll turn into a home run derby before the tournament's over. Who do you think is going to win the World Series? And, you know, my response but... I can ask you guys the same thing, but I oh, think short. it's going to be a brawl, man. Uh, brawl. The 240 kind of takes away the free swinging thing. You kind of kind of do with uh, do with what you're given. And now MPT is showing us even bettering that. So right now you got to kind of do with what you're given, and uh, that's going to make you take swings where you might split a gap and, and uh, run for a triple instead of hit a home run because Castillo's definitely got home run pop. No doubt about that. You can leave the booth right now. If we're, if we're and Matthew says, yeah, when it, uh, major plays major, yeah, it does turn into a home run derby. And it will for sure, especially assuming this ends Sunday. Saturday night will be the slugfest. Always, Saturday night games are always the best to watch. I've always said that when it comes to the conference stuff. Is that these Saturday night games are the best ones to watch. But... Real quick, I do want to say I'm a little bummed out because 
your boy here. Uh, was getting some vlog footage gathered up from the weekend. Uh, we played Home Runs for Heroes this past weekend. Uh, for it, just in case I didn't mention it in the last podcast, or for those that didn't know, that's like my favorite tournament of the year. That's the one I always try and capture. In some regard, I always try and get. To, I, I always play in it. I usually put my own team in, and I get together a, a bunch of my friends, and we go out and play softball. We have a great time. Been fortunate enough to play very well in a lot of those tournaments. And I was going through the footage, getting everything kind of squared away so I could start editing. And I still had some files on a memory card. Had it plugged into a reader. Had the, the memory card uh, plugged into a reader, and something happened somewhere. I don't know what or when or how, but the card crashed and I lost every single file on it. I lost all the game footage. I lost not a lot of the vlog footage, but there was vlog clips on there as well. But the stuff that I used my phone to record, it it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense to try and um, make sense of what's there because you can't see the games. You can't see anything. So I lost that. I lost the game footage. I was going to go over my game swings. I didn't hit terrible that weekend, but it didn't hit great either. There's a lot of good defensive plays made against us. (laughs) And he plays a phenomenal shortstop too. Yeah, yeah. And we, yeah, we hit pretty well our first two games. Infield, outfield, I lost all that footage. I, I tried to get it back. I've got a friend of mine. Uh, he's an IT director. He knows everything about a computer inside and out. He tried to help me recover the files, and I couldn't. So all that stuff is gone, and that really kind of burns me up. Because I just missed out on uh, three, potentially four videos worth of content there. But, uh... That's what I get for using a cheap card reader. Right, so we Don't do that again. You, you thought that uh, Monster MPT, obviously, showing off what they could do and stuff like that. I think the Rismondo game, this is me personally. I'm not playing politics here, but I think the Amish, you know, Rock Rum just owns everybody. It's it's tough to beat those no, dudes. No, they don't. I think so. And uh, hold on, I'm just giving my opinion. I think it's hard to beat those dudes. But if you can get past them, I think Rezzy's going to come back and just whoop some teams. Now. Well, Rezzy also has to come up against competitive edge. He's been playing yeah. solid. Absolutely. No games off. Absolutely. Look, man, you got to knock the champ out. Right? You got to knock the champ yeah. out. So, uh, yeah. tell someone knocks him out. I am going to turn this up just a smidge. Let me know right? if they're too loud. Be tough. Any of no, never mind. I guess I can do it here. Absolutely. I kind of want you. No, no, no. Two or three zeros. I kind of want you guys game. to hear what they're saying too. Let's not just you sitting in silence while I'm sitting here. But now we're going back to the hit again. Three in the bottom of the fourth. Two. Scene transitions. See, I'm really bummed out. I lost that footage. Um, pretty bitter about that because that sucks. And not even just from a content standpoint of uh, me trying to have content to post. It's more of the con- what content it was. It was Hermits for Heroes. It was my favorite tournament. I had a lot of fun little uh, fun little moments in there that I was really looking forward to doing. So um, our friend Brad, I don't know if Brad's ever been in a video, but I, I, my friend Brad Dixon, uh, he's a big bowler, and he's kind of who I talk bowling with. And I've recently, I used to bowl without a thumb. I would just do two fingers in the ball and just kind of caveman chuck it down the lane. It's just what felt comfortable, so that's what I did. And that's an old commercial. Look at this. It's Harvey swinging a worth. Whoops. That's a tough go right there. 
But I, I recently decided that I wanted to get more serious about bowling. I wanted to get more serious about that game. And in order to do that, be a little bit more consistent and honestly better overall, I needed to try and transition to using the thumb for a little bit more control. Had a ball drilled with the thumb. Turns out I hate it, but Brad was awful excited for me that I would be using my thumb. And, you know, Prince, trying to yeah. get better at just bowling. Well, he respects the grind. So we had a bunch of little clips where we're, 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 we're thumb bros now. Oh, there you go. We were Never touching thumbs. Every time I saw him somewhere, we would touch thumbs. You went a mountain, so, <laughs> we, we filmed a bunch of different clips right of, uh, of us touching thumbs. We were going to, like, use them for transitions just, just to be funny. Uh, I lost, that, <laughs> no, <laughs> lost some of that footage, to that, too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good World Series, man. MPC looks super strong. I think Rezzy getting past uh, Rockrum is going to be strong. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not. Uh, back to the I'm action. Uh, Anino's uh, getting out of there. On a competitive Looks like the wind is actually fairly calm tonight. Usually in this stadium, the wind blows good right now with that out to right field. Tail. You know what, man? All the matchups tomorrow are going to be fantastic. Good. They're going to yeah. be good. Got man. the top eight yeah. teams in the country coming back to battle it out. Yes, Usually the wind blows out to right field. Pretty close, and except for this in the monster. It doesn't game, make so. it impossible yeah. to pull a home run. You'll see a lot of guys get stronger and go back side. It's kind of wild. They're always going to fight. You know how it works. Todd's going to make the flags are just dead. That's kind of crazy. You know what? I'm 4 0 against those dudes that hate it. Peeking with an so excuse me, swing right up the field, middle there. Left field, right down the gut. Line to line and right up the spine. Now you see if Flip's going to end it here, right, with, with a home run? I think so. Connor Murray, that's I mean, another the uh, local right? guy there. Or is he thinking about that batting average and he's going to take a walk? I don't he's think he thinks that way, man. He wants to end this and get out of here. Heck yeah. Tango hit uh, shake, uh, what is it? Shake and shake. Applebee's. Uh, if there was one Nino's open, spot. I'd be there. I promise you. We got Mr. Ryan on the building. Rhino Nation. Appreciate your hard work. This whole craziness, man. What have you been here? About a month? Oh, he said it feels like Pictures, a talk, like announcing yeah. the dudes everywhere. Yeah, he's been killing it, man. Everywhere. Ooh, That's a great pitch, Ooh. actually. Yeah. What a pitch. What a pitch! Great to tenth. A ten foot ceiling. That's that's great. You touch the ceiling, throw him something he doesn't want to swing at. Every time. Not that that Flick can't push a ball, but his power is is, is a ton of pull. His power is a ton of pull. That's a great pitch. Wow. So now he's got to hit his here, and it's wow. not that he can't. No, see, so <laughs> just hit it outside. Obviously, wouldn't close, but he's Check trying to change hat. his eye level here. Uh, this will be flat. He may not pitch to him. Served oh, him up. Bold call. He served him up. Yeah. I told you he was going to get a base hit. First time for everything. <laughs> but Flip did a good job of um, not trying to do too much there. Obviously, a lot of these guys like the this flatter stuff. That pitch still had some hump on it. It's about really an eight-footer there. About now, this guy here games, doesn't matter. Right? If he like, can reach it, he's hitting it out. So now you're screwed. But it's usually like, okay, this team, this team, right? Yeah, and that's Priscilla kind of Clark. Priscilla Clark. Yeah. So, uh... But now I really do feel like, man, it, it, it could be a lot of different. We could have a surprise, right? Like, it may not be a major team. Over him. That would be amazing. I think that would be really tough to do. But because uh, it's know, a deal it for them. A couple years ago where they made it to the oh, Ryan Harvey says good night, everybody. Final. Well, you never know. Competitive edge comes up and hits history, winning back-to-back. -back. Mm -hmm. You never know, man. It would be amazing. So Ryan Harvey absolutely ends everything. Run rules, Bay Area. I think Bay Area is pretty happy with their weekend or week so far. So 
it was kind of show up and shag a little bit, but ultimately without much pitching, they're not going to. Skeleton crew, no expectations. So, so Brian is there now. Sonic plays tomorrow. Absolutely. I got Brian down there getting geared up, ready to go. Man, I don't know if there's another game after this or not. I messaged him to see if he would know. See you guys mañana. They're saying see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. So it must be the last game of the night. That's kind of a bummer. Because I am not in the mood to podcast. I was committed to sitting here and digging in and watching this and just kind of hanging out with you guys. Uh, I don't know what to do now. I do know we could talk football, right? Why not? For my football fans in the house. I find it laughable. I listen to a lot of ESPN radio, and um, it's, it's been a thing on uh, a couple different radio shows now. And you know, there's been articles about it and everything else. People talking about there being a quarterback controversy in Dallas. Like, you can't be serious. You cannot be serious. Am I saying that... I'm just going to go ahead and close this real quick. Let's close that, bring that back here. Get our cheesy music going. Okay, there we go. Now we're back in business. So anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, so people are saying Cooper Rush over Dak. No shot. Absolutely no shot. I understand that Cooper Rush might be uh, the hot hand right now. He might be the go-to guy. He might be dealing. And it's not that he's not playing good football. He's managing a game very well. He is not an elite quarterback. He's not... Yeah, Jason, you say, so Jason says, who cares, worst division in the NFL. Well, I'm going to tell you something, pal. The Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in football right now. May not last long, but I can tell you as of right now, no question in my mind, the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in football. Because I made the joke originally when Dak got hurt, like, hey, listen, you know, because Brian is a big Cowboys fan. I told him, listen, man, listen, it's not a huge deal. Be bummed out about Dak being hurt. That's fine. I get it. That's your guy. But, dude, it's the NFC East. You can win five games and make the playoffs. But uh, Philadelphia has proven that to be wrong. (laughs) No doubt about that. Jacksonville last week, moving the ball extremely well, extremely well. And Philadelphia was having no part of it. Minnesota, another team that moves the ball well. They weren't having any part of it. It's it's impressive to watch. It's impressive to watch our defense. They just absolutely smother the run. Uh, Jalen Hurts out there looking like Patrick Mahomes of, uh, you know, what what was his rookie year? 2018, whatever it was. The, the Eagles are hot stuff right now. And, and, and A.J. Brown did fit in nicely. There is that as well. Um, Detroit. Yeah, Tony, don't get me wrong. 
I listen though, that Detroit game was wild. The Detroit game was wild last week. I, the fantasy football has got me just so sucked into football right now, man. It's so crazy. I can sit here and talk football all night. That's one thing we could do since uh, this isn't obviously going to shape up to be much of a softball-oriented podcast tonight. Now that the games are over, unless somebody wants me to uh, pull up some old game footage and we can just kind of watch it and chill and, and do that kind of thing. Let's do that. Old. Old game footage or just chat. Okay, posted. I'll leave that up for a couple minutes and see what you guys think. I could pull up some of uh, DW stuff, you know, his uh, condensed games and that kind of thing, and we can do that. We can just chill out and do that, uh, or we can just uh, sit here and blab and carry on and do all that. Let's do ESPN Fantasy. I almost halfway thought about doing... Um, an ESPN Fantasy Football League for this group of guys in this podcast. Well, we still could, theoretically. It'd be hard to get everybody coordinated as far as like when the draft is. Let's see. It'd be hard to get everybody coordinated for the draft. Maybe just like add a, a twisted element and... Auto-draft. Everybody auto-drafts. That way we don't have to worry about trying to get everybody together. Because, like, we're all over the country. Some of us work different hours, have different times. It's hard to get everybody in one spot together at the same time as it is when you're all local. So to do it countrywide would be really hard. So let's see. Football. Okay. <laughs> Tony says he is in for some fantasy B- BP Hero podcast fantasy football. Maybe the winner, maybe the winner gets a uh, gets a headbanger sports hat or something, right? Because he can't do shirt because uh, Tony Benskin doesn't wear shirts with sleeves. Winter time's coming. <laughs> I will say that was something else I had uh, in the vlog clip, Tony, was you wearing wearing a shirt with sleeves on it. Craziest thing I've ever seen, you guys. If you're local and you know Tony, you know that this man does not wear sleeves on anything. And he had, he had listen, he had on long sleeves and his undershirt still had sleeves on it too. Craziest thing. I'm pretty sure he didn't realize he left the house like that. All right, so here we are. Your mom's favorite team. Uh, Mike wants to do have your sleeper for the season to watch out for. Are you talking like um, player wise or uh, like NFL team wise? All right, so here's what I got going. Um, I got Leonard Fournette, got James Robinson. Obviously, I got Lamar Jackson. I think I've been talking some trash about that already. Um, also, see my, my NFL team to watch out for. Ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously, without going like with the stuff you want to say as like household names right now, uh, I really do think, obviously, Jacksonville was off to a hot start. Uh, Jacksonville's making some noise. Uh, as far as like a team that I feel like could really turn it around, 
That would be tough. I, I do feel like uh, Matthew Clark. Yeah, I was going to say the 49ers. The 40, just something with, with Jimmy G and the 49ers just jives. I get the idea that uh, they wanted Trey Lance in there to get his teeth cut and get him going. And it was kind of weird to see him walk away from Jimmy Garoppolo. And obviously, you know, the reps in practice say that uh, Trey Lance got the job. Trey Lance is a phenomenal athlete. He's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. But sometimes you just got to stand back and look and say, like, you know, this guy, the team gets it with this guy. Now, I do think the 49ers would be a team to watch for now that Jimmy G is back under the helm. Uh, another one that I think is going to get hot, and they're, they're not off to a terrible start, and I hate to say it. They've got some issues to address, so that's why I'm going to say, like, the team that you might watch for that could get hot would be the Packers. Run defense is atrocious. Aaron Rodgers is tired of hitting people in the hands. But if they hit stride, look out. I will say that. But uh, for, for fantasy football here, I've got my guy Lamar Jackson absolutely going off in this league. 12 total touchdowns through the first, what, four weeks. Had another one on Sunday but had two interceptions to go along with that as well. One of those interceptions was was kind of a dumb decision, really. Uh, the, the one in the end zone, I understand you're trying to force the issue, especially playing against the Bills, because the Bills are also an incredible football team. And I understand you're like you're trying to force the issue. You feel like you got to make something happen there. Uh, but the interception that he threw in the end zone was I want to say it was the, it the towards the end of the first half. Throw that ball away and just take three and probably changes uh, a lot of the outcome of that game. But the rain is really what held Lamar Jackson back in that game. I do 100% believe that. Uh, the The elements are always kind of a, a, a game changer in real life and in the fantasy world as well. One thing I always try and do when it comes to anybody that's in a flex position, so basically anybody besides your quarterback in your, your D and special teams, is... Um, I always check the weather. I'm a weirdo for checking the weather. I will check the weather where everybody's playing and make those decisions. Uh, I, I, f- I still felt good about Lamar, even though knowing the weather wasn't going to be all that great. But he, he just didn't come through. Um, he, He's one of those guys, you make him throw it, he can deal it. You make him run it, he can run it. And I even thought, okay, so in the rain, this isn't a huge deal because he can still move the ball. Their run game is decent. And the run, like, he makes the run game better because you never know if he's going to run, if somebody else is going to run. So you got to be on your toes, and, and he can still mix up looks and everything else. And Lamar did have a couple of drop passes in huge spots as well. The the Elmas just got the best of Lamar Jackson. It won't happen this week. Uh, I don't care how good Cincinnati thinks they are. As long as the weather's not a factor, Lamar Jackson is going to pick up right where he left off in week four. Sorry. Uh, week three. Uh, yeah, Tony Binskin says Saquon is back. Yeah, Saquon is back. And that's going to be a, a tough situation, too. Like, what are they going to do with Saquon? Do they wait and get some collateral for Saquon? Do they say forget it, move on, and just let him go? You, you feel like you got to get something out of Saquon, right? Or do you try and keep him? 
it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. But here's our little lineup here. So we got Leonard Fournette, obviously, uh, being part of the Buccaneers. They're going to move the ball well as long as Tom Brady's at the helm. Uh, James Robinson was kind of a late pick for me in the draft. Like I knew, I knew who he was. I knew there was potential there. Um, he's he's been he's been uh, he did pretty solid for me. He crapped the bed last week because, like I said, he played that Philadelphia defense, especially the run defense. I I, I saw somebody kind of say something about it earlier uh, with with Philadelphia. You know, maybe not being as good as is what we think they are right now. Defense is no freaking joke. They can smother the pass. They stuff the run. And they absolutely stuffed Jane Robinson, who was off to a hell of a start for the season. They stuffed him. Justin Jefferson playing against Chicago. Listen, the Bears are my guys. They're they're putting up. I guarantee you Jefferson's going for 30-plus this week. I know what the opponent rankings say and, and the projections and everything else. I just don't have much faith in my boys right now. And Michael Gallup, I got him late because he was still hurt. I, I think Gallup's going to be huge, especially now that Cooper Rush is going to be looking for like kind of those uh, those little reliable targets, right? I, I think that's going to be big for Cooper Rush, and especially when Dak comes back. The best thing that Dallas can do right now is let them get through the first couple or the, sorry, the next couple of weeks against these tough teams, and then bring Dak in. I understand you want to win those tough games, but don't throw Dak right back in and expect him to pick up where he left off. Because I believe... Uh, can I... No, it's going to give me their schedule. I want to look up and see... I don't know how to do this from a computer. Here we go. Yes. Okay. Yes. We got the Rams next week, and then Philadelphia the week after that. Uh, Detroit, Chicago. A couple of great weeks for Dak to get his get his uh, feet wet again uh, under center. And then you got a bye week there, going into Green Bay. After that, not a huge threat. So you got three pretty easy games there for Dak to come back to. I, I, I like that. If I'm if I'm the Cowboys, I'm thinking let's let Cooper rush. Not that we're gonna like just throw Cooper rush to the wolves or, or give up on him or to say screw off forget this kid but I just don't think putting Dak in with with not being up to speed is, is a bad thing and especially with the fact too that Cooper Rush is, is playing decent football right now like I said earlier he's managing the game he's not going to win you any games but as of as of right now he's not going to lose you a lot of games either they got to rely on Pollard and Zeke to run the ball well they've been doing that and he can just kind of complement their runs with a little bit of passes, dipping and ducking here and there. And I like Michael Gallup being back in the lineup uh, is another option for Cooper Rush, another explosive option there, especially with the way they've been running the ball. I, I love it. Uh, Tyler Conklin is one. I didn't really know much about this guy. But we're in a, gosh, what is this? I think it's a 14-team league. Let's see. trying to figure out this is also weird oh gosh 
1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. So this is a 14 team league. So sometimes your your options are, are, are pretty limited when it comes to players. Like, uh, tight end's a weird position in the NFL right now. There's not a lot of game changing tight ends. And the ones that are, obviously, guys have, they're not going to let go. But it leaves the rest of us just kind of like wondering, what do we do for a tight end? Uh, I picked up Conklin based on the, his uh, couple first big weeks he had and the fact that he seemed to be kind of a security blanket for, help me out here, I can't think of who the Jets quarterback is right now. But he, he seemed to be kind of, kind of a security blanket for him. And, and that move has paid off as far as tight end scoring goes. The tight end scoring is just tough. It's so tough in this league. Cream Hunt. I really like having Kareem Hunt, just at least until Deshaun Watson gets back. Uh, they're going to have to rely on uh, their run game. Yeah, okay, Mike, yeah, you're right. So it was Flacco. It, it's Wilson now. Yeah, you're right. So um, I like having Kareem Hunt because until Watson gets back, again, not that uh, who they got under center is going to win or lose them a lot of games, but... You know, they, 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 they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball well. Running the game, running the ball well is something that they were going to do well regardless. But they can rely on the run game to get them down the field and then pass as a kind of a second option. So with doing that, uh, you're going to have Kareem Hunt. You're going to have uh, him share in touch with Nick Chubb. Maybe who's the third one? I can't remember. I, I think they, they got a little bit of a three-way going on there. Uh, Kareem didn't have a great week last week, but... Uh, you know, is is a whole. I really like having Kareem Hunt. Um, Rams defense, sorry, Cowboys defense against the Rams, going to be decent to be expected. I think. Um, I do think I am going to swap in. As a matter of fact, when I'm sitting here talking about, it, I am going to do it. Uh, I am going to swap in um, Phillies defense against Arizona, especially now that I've made this change here because they did have Dorch in the lineup. I uh, took Dorch out of the lineup. I hate having conflicting stuff because the Dorch is scoring touchdowns. That's going to kill my defense. And I don't, I don't, and until the Eagles prove me wrong, I think they're the go-to. I really do think they're the go-to for defense. Uh, kickers are kind of whatever. Robbie Gold uh, for San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco's on the cuff of being that cusp of being kind of one of those little powerhouse teams, right? Kind of the team that, like we talked about earlier, could get hot, could go on a run. Either way, they're decent enough, especially with Debo Samuel, who could go off at any time. They're more than likely going to end up close to field goal range a lot. It's kind of how I look at picking a kicker. Uh, you're going to have a team. I always try to look for kickers that on teams that score a lot or teams that might be on the cusp of being decent, which means they're going to be at least within field goal range a lot. So if they're not scoring, he's not kicking extra points. He's still kicking field goals. I really, really overthink this whole fantasy football thing. It drives me kind of batty, but it's a lot of fun. So, it's just kind of nosing through the bench here. Um, Darnell Mooney was honestly kind of a fanboy pick, being a Bears guy. Absolutely shit the bed for me the first two weeks, three weeks. And then the week I take him out, he scores 10 points. And uh, I had Dorch in, and Dorch just absolutely crapped on me. Um, 
had Ingerman played him the first week. He did good for me. He's been on my bench since. Uh, Palmer was kind of a grab him and see what happens pick. Carson Wentz needed a quarterback, and I kind of lined up uh, picking up Carson Wentz with my bye week for Lamar. Yeah, I can't remember what the matchup is now, and I'm not going to go sifting through that. Uh, Wentz's, Wentz's matchup the week that Lamar is out is a decent matchup, so Wentz should be able to move the ball well. Carson Wentz, through the first two weeks, was leading our league in fantasy points. And Carson Wentz isn't a terrible quarterback. He's not a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, but he's a quarterback that can get the job done. Uh, he And he's on a team that is mediocre, I wouldn't say terrible, but Washington is definitely like a mediocre team. He's going to have to throw a lot to keep the ball moving, to keep them in a game. So I don't hate it. And then Dorch was kind of another one. Uh, just kind of trying to throw something off the wall and see what sticks until Hopkins gets back. I liked picking him up off the waiver wire, and I think I'm going to let him go now. Just something about... I don't know. I, I get weird when it comes to players like that. Like, they have one bad week. They're likely to never never look at him again. But if I did, um, type in the chat. Oh, fuck. There's only five of us. Sorry. I don't mind cussing a little bit. F-bomb's kind of big. Um, I realize there's only five of us here now. If we were going to do some fantasy football... Uh, yeah, I mean, we can. I mean, you can do it whenever. I do not care. I think it'd be kind of fun to do with you guys. We can uh, get us like a... I think everybody here should have Facebook, right? So we can get us a little group chat going, get a little crap talking going on. And we can try and coordinate times and everything, but if the times don't work, then... Um, I mean, we can just, we can leave it up to you. I'll leave it up to you guys. We can like auto draft that we don't have to worry. Cause I mean, cause you think in East and West coast trying to accommodate all of that, uh, that could get tough. So, uh, we could just auto draft and what you got, what you got do like a six or eight team league. So either way, you're still going to be loaded. So let's see, I'm trying to think of how I want to do this. I mean, there's uh, like 120 subs to the channel. I don't think a ton of you guys do fantasy football. I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know. We don't talk football a lot on this channel either. I think I'm going to post here. Keep an eye on this channel. I think I'm going to post here uh, probably, if not tomorrow, probably Friday. uh, Because there's going to be lots of games going on. You're going to have the Major World Series. You're going to have Brian and Sonic and everybody playing. So I might have himself another little watch party. I think that'd be kind of cool just to try and uh, catch Brian's games. So you might keep an eye on this channel. I don't want to do it to the big channel in case uh, something happens to this channel. Sorry, in case something happens, which I highly doubt, uh, me refeeding the stream from USA Live and YouTube having something to say about it, I highly doubt it. Like they, YouTube will very quickly pick up on uh, Fox Fox Sports and things like that. But you triple SA live, they they shouldn't have a huge issue with. So I'll probably be refeeding those games. Uh, we could just do like the first eight guys to reach out, maybe. Saying hey yo, let's do some fantasy football. I guess seven guys because I'll, I'll make the eighth. Yeah, first seven guys to reach out, uh, we could I uh, guess a little fantasy football team going. 
fantasy football league going. And uh, that'd be fun. I like talking crap. I talked crap all last week. I told Big Mike at work. I said, listen. I said, uh, Lamar's going for seven touchdowns. Let's see if I can find... full scoreboard week four yeah so there I am I got smoked Mike smoked me but I was talking crap all week long all week long I was talking crap Lamar's going for seven touchdowns he's at seven my ass he said maybe four for him and three for the other team Lamar's going down the Bills are going to mess him up because he also had the Bills defense for that game and I was just talking so much trash and then uh, Jefferson starts off Sunday morning with uh, 31 points. And I'm thinking like, oh, bro, you're getting smoked. You are getting smoked. And then everybody else just kind of flopped over. I mean, Leonard Fournette had a garbage time touchdown. Uh, is he <laughs> only reason he had 18? It was, it was bad news before the late game even started. Yeah, so here's what I had. Um, Robinson, like I said, got absolutely stuffed in Philadelphia uh, with 2.9 points. Jefferson went off. Dorch crapped a bet on me. Uh, Conklin, that's about what I expect out of Conklin. Uh, anything 8 to 10 points out of my tight ends in this league, I'm going to be happy with. As you can see, uh, Darren Waller for him had 5.4. And Kareem Hunt, uh, again, there, there's so many people in this league it's hard to find guys that can put up decent numbers consistently. Not bad about Cream Hunt's eight points. Um, Dallas had put up 11 for me there. Uh, Gold had five points. But what really burned me up was this. I know, and again, like I said, uh, having it to do over again, I, I didn't. I don't know what my thought process was here with, with uh, Robinson against the Eagles. I already knew the Eagles were no joke. So I'm not really sure why I decided to leave him in. Like, I can't think about that, think back to that now. But I remember thinking, uh, as I'm seeing him start to score, I'm thinking, well, that was dumb. Why did I do that? Uh, I should have had Hunt in and um, the Eagles defense in. Because, again, I don't want Robinson scoring against uh, the defense that I have playing. And uh, I would have put in, I say I would have put in Mooney, but I would not have. Um, I wanted to put uh, Gallup in for Dorch. And then... Um, I would have had uh, Ingram in for Robinson. But, you know, what do you do? Okay. So Matthew's in. Tony's in. See, Matthew, I'm not sure if I'm friends with you on Facebook or not. Uh, I try to maintain it pretty low-key on Facebook. uh, For a majority of reasons. Sometimes it feels like you can't get away. Uh, I made that mistake when I first started this whole YouTube thing was just adding anybody and everybody. You know, I'm very grateful for the friends that I've had and the people that I've met and all that stuff along the way. Um, I, I have, you know, like like guys guys from here. Yeah, that's cool, uh, Matthew. So like guys from here, are totally fine with like being friends on Facebook, whatever else. But man, I've I've. I've got my notifications like muted or turned off. I don't even remember how I did it. But it, it's, man, it's wild. Like the people that, you know, add me on Facebook to ask me a question about a bat. 
those same people can just reach out to the Facebook page and I can answer the same question. And when I get around to it, not, you know, because you see me active, you think I should answer your question. Uh, I use Facebook to talk to a lot of people as my, like my primary source of communication for people for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know. I always have, but it's, it's kind of frustrating. Like I had a guy reach out and he's like, Hey, what, what should I do about this bat or that bat? And I was just kind of like, uh, yeah, you can get this one. You know, you should, you should pick up this bat. And then he'd ask me another question. Well, maybe I don't have time to answer a bunch of bat questions at the time. I might get back to you the next day. Um, anybody that's friends with me knows I usually do get back to you. It might take me a day or two sometimes, but you know, Hey, see you're active. Didn't know if you had time to answer my question. That stuff just kind of drives me up the wall. I thinned out my Facebook friends list a lot. And like when I, what, even when I, I deal bats on uh, Facebook pages and stuff like that, uh, people trying to add me, I, I, I don't, I understand that. That's cool. And I get it, but I don't need to be your Facebook friend to sell you a bat. Cause then I end up with a friends list full of Facebook people that, that I sold a bat to as well. Cause then it's, it's, uh, you know, all oh, you deleted me, you trying to hide something. I had that happen. Dude, it's crazy. Guy added me on Facebook. Uh, it's like, whatever, you know, let's get this done. And then like a week later, I saw one of those posts and I was like, who is this? Realized who it was, deleted him because I, I don't need him on my Facebook to uh, the, the, the transaction was done. I don't know this guy. And then he sends me a message and he says, Hey, you see, you deleted me. He says, you, you, you trying to hide something now that I've got this bat. Like, you can't be serious. Like, is this man for real? People are just crazy. All right, I got you, Matthew. Boom, you're in, pal. I think I... Re there it goes. Okay, cool. Jason, have a good night, buddy. You want in on this fantasy football before you go? Or are you not a fantasy football guy? I'll start the group right now. Tony. Matthew. Oh, God, not Matthew Rash. Matthew. Jason, I'll talk to you tomorrow. That sure is auto draft me. Sounds a lot like you're going to take a hot poker to the eye than do fantasy football. <laughs> hey, that'll get a starter for now, anyway. Let's see. Okay. Change image, BPHFF. Okay. All right. As I get more people that reach out to me, I got the group started. Um, oh, no. Don't not go Chiefs. Stop at the go Chiefs. Uh, so as I get more people that say they want to be in for the um, fantasy football, I will add them to the group. I go ahead and get the group started. Uh, let the shit talk begin, right? So I'm going to get off here, and I actually think I'm going to utilize a little bit of this free time I have 
and edit a couple of videos up and get those going. Look, looking forward to posting Thursdays, Throwback Thursday. Q says he's in. I'll add him. Let's see. This might fill it faster than what I thought. Jason Herndon. Okay, we're up to five already. So anyway, all right. Let me get off here, get some editing done. Like I said, keep an eye on the channel. I'm probably going to be doing some live streams, uh, just a little bit of watch party stuff over the weekend. Um, thanks for hanging out with me tonight, nerding out, talking some fantasy football, and watching some softball. Uh, swing hard in case you hit it. BP Hero, catch you next time.